Hey, wanted to uh, jump on here real quick and talk around this this topic, which I mentioned there in the in the title, staying vulnerable as a ministry leader. And I'm Samuel Duth, and I've been in ministry for over a couple decades now, and I'm not perfect. <laughs> I got issues. I got things I'm working on, just like everybody else is, and. I think this is one of those interesting areas um, of our faith, um, of our journey as leaders, and as not just a Christian, but also somebody in ministry leadership. I was reading in James uh, this morning where it talks about not everyone should desire to be a leader because of the extra expectation and weight that's on you. Uh, when uh, when you are in ministry leadership, so I wanted to talk a little bit about this this tension of staying vulnerable while we are in this position of leadership. Those of us called to different levels uh, of that, feel free to jump on the comments and and chat while this this thing is live, and then obviously I'll have it up uh, ongoing. But I, I think one of the things I want to want to speak to real quickly is there's a common issue or challenge, and I think the culture that we live in right now that that actually creates all kinds of dysfunction for us uh, who feel called to to ministry and who are walking in ministry calling, and that is this subconscious either that ministry leaders should be perfect and uh, or they should kind of have all their stuff together. You don't want to be too honest, you know, or too vulnerable with people close to you. And and in one sense, you go, is that really something people think? But, you know, there can be this this feeling that, OK, if I'm going to maintain respect or if I'm going to maintain the ability to lead people, I bring them too close. If I bring them too, too close in and they see things, is that going to diminish my influence or my respect or my ability to lead them well? So all these types of things end up kind of getting clouded in the mix, causing us to get a little bit off track and, and distracted or, or not honest. And, uh, you know, there can be that sense of, uh, you know, I've got to be something. I've got to, you know, uphold some standard in my life to where um, I can't mess up. And if I do mess up, I can't tell anybody about it because, you know, then my whole life is over or all my respect is gone. Or what would people think if they knew that I have these thoughts or I've, I've done this thing? Um, and and so it's it's important for us to actually learn how to walk in vulnerability. Now, sometimes this vulnerability is is extreme vulnerability in areas of sin in our life. And even those of us who are pastors and ministry leaders to try to pretend like we don't have times where we've sinned or we messed up or we've, you know, not done the right thing would really be a disservice to everybody, including ourselves, because we'll never get healthy. We'll never actually fulfill God's call in our life. We're trying to pretend as if we've got it all all figured out and all worked out. So sometimes it is extreme situations where um, where there's an area of weakness, there's a, an addiction, there's a tendency that we're navigating, and we need to deal with it so that we can actually stay healthy and and keep moving forward. And I would want to encourage you guys to actually you know think about that um, in your own life if you're in ministry leadership. Who, you know, are you facing something right now? Are you dealing with an addiction? Are you dealing with a, a, a hidden sin of some kind um, that nobody knows about? And you need to, you need to kind of get, a, get some victory in, in a certain circumstance in your life. I just want to encourage you and put a little bit of boldness on the inside of you to go ahead and deal with it. 
okay, to do the work. It won't be comfortable. It's going to be potentially a little bit costly for you. But if you care about, you know, your your relationship with Christ, the calling of ministry that God's put on your life, then it's it's and if you care about the people that God's called you to, then it's worth it to do the hard work of getting your life set up, uh, cleaning up those areas of dysfunction, dealing with those areas of sin and addiction. And that way you can go the distance and really be able to help more people. Otherwise, you're only going to be able to fake it so long. You got to deal with the sin. You got to move on. Jesus loves you. He cares about you. He called you into ministry, even knowing all of your areas of weakness. So as, as if you have to think like God is, is, you know, done with you just because you make mistakes or you have, you know, things that you're dealing with is a little bit off track because God already knew these things about you when he called you. So if he called you and you're dealing with things, then know that he loves you and wants you to work through that to a place of health in your life. One of the things in James chapter 5, verse 16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other, pray for each other, so you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. A lot of times we don't get healing because we don't confess it to people. You know, we don't, we don't get healing as, as ministry leaders because we're not getting open and honest enough and dealing with our stuff. Um, I've got stuff that I have to deal with. I've got, you know, my, my veins, my tendencies of addiction or my tendencies of wrong thoughts that, that I could allow myself to go down a, a certain track. I've got my own things that I have to deal with or tendencies that I know like, Hey, if there's an air of weakness, this is going to be it for me. So I need to be intentional about that. You know, when I moved a little over four years down to San Diego from um, doing ministry from the Northwest and I began to get connected in the church and part of the team down here at C3 with, uh, with Pastor and Leanne and just great community, a real honest and open community that allows you to kind of be be authentic in the process. You know, one of the things I always want to do whenever I'm submitted and I'm in a new place and with with a new team and, you know, under covering, as I w- always want to bring up right away, hey, just so you know, if there's going to be an area where my life is going to get taken out. It's going to be in this area of of temptation or, or lust or different things like that. That's going to be my thing. And so here's some ways that I'm, I work to be intentional to um, stay away from that or to keep myself strong. And what I find is that if I can keep myself honest, if I can keep confessing things, if I keep any little thing out in the open, then it eliminates its ability to, to have a real hold on me. And I think a lot of times that we get caught up in and just get kind of shackled to our issues when we don't open up, we don't deal with it. And we think somehow as a ministry leader that I'm not allowed to have flaws or weakness or what if. I just want to encourage you, come on, if you're a pastor, leader, youth pastor, children's pastor, whatever you're doing and you're called to do, get vulnerable, get honest, confess to your leaders, confess to the right people, the trusted people. And if you're having a thought in your mind, like, man, if I told them this, I would probably lose my job. I would no longer be in ministry. I just want to encourage you that your character before God 
is worth so much more than any position that you might hold. So do not allow that to be something that stops you. Okay, that stops you from really, uh, truly going after uh, your calling, going after getting healthy, going after staying strong. It's so much better to be able to sleep well at night, uh, right before God, right before your relationship with Him and other people, than to have uh, hidden things, secret things about about my life that could end up causing me. Um, to to really uh, really derail my life long term, and I care too much about integrity with Him and leading and loving people well, let alone my family well, to not let myself get into a situation where I'm going to get caught up and bound up and and not dealing with stuff. So, like James says, man, if you want to get healing, you want to get freedom, you want to break through some of that stuff, you got to bring other people into the mix. God didn't design you and me to be superstars against sin in our life. The Bible actually talks about fleeing sin. A lot of times we, we want to try to like kind of man up or get strong and like fight against temptations. And there's elements of that as your spirit man grows, you can resist certain things. But we're actually designed to flee from sin, not just try to fight it all the time. The Bible constantly talks about fleeing sin, fleeing from it. So get vulnerable. Uh, get honest with the things that you're dealing with and and go there. Get freedom. Get the healing that you need. Get the deliverance that you need. Get set free so you can actually like enjoy your calling, enjoy your life. And one of the things I would say, too, this would be not just in like the areas of sin, but this would just be areas of vulnerability in general. Maybe you've heard this before, but obviously in your preaching, and when you get honest and vulnerable about things you're facing or and I had the fact that your marriage, maybe you've had tension, you had a fight even this last week, or um, you talk about, you know, you know, want to have a little road rage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, uh, when you just get honest, you talk about parenting challenges and fitness stuff and whatever it is. When you talk about this stuff and get vulnerable with, with your audience, man, it connects you to them. It doesn't actually get them to want to repel themselves from you. It actually endears you to them and actually gives you more credibility when they realize, oh, man, my pastor is not perfect either. I had this preacher going through stuff as well. So there's something powerful about this authenticity. And you see that in the writers of the New Testament, them just being honest about their real life struggles, Old Testament, New Testament. And even though they were doing great things for God, they're also dishonest about areas of weakness, areas that they were processing and didn't feel like they had to hide it or shield it to gloss over some level of perfection. When you're preaching and you bring the word, you teach the word, you, you call them to faith, call them to trust God and believe. Part of the beauty of how that's displayed is through your humanity. As you are showing them how you're wrestling with those topics, vulnerably you know, honest about your struggles, your wins, your losses in that area of parenting or faith or trust or, um, you know, freedom and temptation and all you tell them the whole story, man, it'll just bring so much greater levels of credibility and strength to you uh, in that communication. People want to see that, uh, that you're real, that they can, they can tangibly go, okay, man, if, if you've dealt with that, then I can do with it. If you've had victory, then I can have victory um, and not feel alone and isolated. Whenever we try to pretend that we've got it all worked out, we create this invisible wall between us and our audience, and it doesn't work. 
the the other area of vulnerability and just kind of authenticity is just with your team you know if you're leading a team if you're a pastor or the lead pastor whether you're in different areas of ministry leadership there can be this this thought out there that if if i bring my team too close if i get too vulnerable and honest that maybe maybe they could get familiar or there could be a loss of of honor or respect or my ability to lead them. And I found just the exact opposite. There's something beautiful and powerful about a leader who's confident enough in themselves to get honest, to get authentic, to get close, to get personal uh, with their team. And when you do that, you actually bring such a greater level of trust, respect, strength, and honor that's going to come back towards you than you ever could if you try to keep this like me versus them, leader versus team, leader, staff, pastor versus, you know, it's like, now you throw all that stuff away, stay honest, stay vulnerable, get real with people, bring people into your world. Um, man, if, if, if people can't get close to you and, and still want to follow you, then that's a bigger issue. <laughs> that's, that's a personal integrity thing. Like, like people, you, you, it's not like you have to be everybody's best friend, but man, if people, come closer to you and don't want uh, to follow you, that's that's something you have to navigate. We all have to process through that. I want to be somebody worth following, not just from a stage, but relationally close to people. Okay. So just, just wanted to jump on, share around that. Stay vulnerable in ministry. Don't put yourself at a distance from people. Bring people close. Get authentic. Your authenticity as you uh, are winning and having successes through, you know, different things that are coming at you will just give freedom and empowerment to those in your world to be able to rise above, find strength, find hope, and find freedom. Okay. You guys are incredible. Thanks again for jumping in. Hey, subscribe to this channel and share it if it's helping you. Um, you know, we, we hit topics of ministry leadership. We also have different subjects focused on new believers as well. But we also have preachingforward.com has all kinds of great resources for ministry leaders. Um, I'm in this thing with you. Um, geez, it's about to be my birthday. Um, in, in a bit, I'm going to be 38. I first felt called ministry when I was about 12-ish years old. So it's been a minute, and I'm still working through things, still growing through things. But as much as I can, I want to come alongside. I want to encourage. I want to breathe some life into you because you you aren't just in ministry because you couldn't find anything else better to do. You're in ministry because the hand of God has come upon you for such a time as this. And we need you to rise up, step up, and lean into your full, your full God call. All right, y'all. You guys are amazing. God bless. And uh, love to hear from you. Uh, shoot me a comment. You know, reach out. And we'll talk soon.